Hello and welcome back to another episode of Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. And today we're talking about, so we've, we've done a lot of episodes about launch day, prepping for launch day, the importance of launch day, the importance of your first 30 days on Amazon. And Amazon, I just called it Amazon. Oh my gosh. Um, Amazon, but the the point of this particular episode is talking about keeping the momentum going or easy ways to keep the momentum going after the first 30 days, because the first 30 days, obviously very important, but once the book, you know, gets four weeks out or six weeks out, a lot of authors kind of fall into a trap where they've spent so much of their mental um, energy and potentially their budget on their release that they're not really preparing for the life of their book. Yeah, that's very true, Penny. The new release window for your book is finite, you know, as we both know. And while with the proper preparations and lots of hard work, of course, we say that all the time, (laughs) unfortunately, you can't get around that part. You know, making a big splash is good, but very few authors make their money back or land that game-changing interview or big media feature during that very small release window. That's just the reality. So how do you balance it all? Right, exactly. And it's a little bit like, so, you know, Amy and I, sometimes we make the analogy of that she and I both love to garden, right? And we go and we'll buy plant, I mean, not obviously together because we're in different parts of the country. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that just sounded super weird. Um, you know, and we'll send each other pictures like, oh, look, I just got all these plants. This is so awesome. But the thing is, if I were to shove this plant in the ground, give it a little bit of water and then like and tend to it and then forget it, it would eventually die. And books require some nurturing. They typically don't require as much nurturing as launch day, right? So to go back to the analogy of you know, planting and you're fertilizing, you're doing all the things when you put that plant in the ground or in a pot. But as your book ages, it still needs attention. And, you know, some authors opt to hire a a company like ours, you know, to focus on the lead up and the release of their book and then leaving them to focus on, you know, the, the long tail, as Chris Anderson so eloquently put in his book, The Long Tail. That's actually a really smart way to plan have somebody focus on the launch. If you feel like it's kind of, you know, the launch of your book is sort of frying your brain or you don't have the, the contacts or the skill set to do it. Um, and then, you know, other authors are just super prepared and well-organized and find ways to stay on course through each phase. That's fairly less common um, in terms of what we see, you know, as we see authors. But the reality is, you know, a lot of authors just try to make the best of it along the way and are often, you know, oftentimes they find themselves playing catch up, sometimes far too late. And that's what we're trying to rectify in this episode. And just as a a note right here, we have dedicated episodes on what happens if your book gets, you know, if you're if you, your book launched and you forgot you had a book, that's not the name of the episode, but you get the idea. Um, and then, as I mentioned, we have episodes on, you know, launch day stuff that you can do too. 
Right, exactly. So let's talk about some common issues and ways our listeners can plan better. And just so we're all on the same page, I just wanted to clarify, as Penny said, we have a lot of other episodes on this. So we're going to assume the release marketing was successful. The first 30 days of your book's life were relatively strong, or you're like, okay, that went well. You know, (laughs) whether you put a lot of your own effort into it or you hired a team, no matter how you got there, because we're really going past that first 30 days, that new release window, and taking it to that next step. So we can talk about the longer life of your book. Exactly. And I want to just mention something that we hear time and time and time again. Authors come to us, their book has been out for two or three months, and they say, well, you know, I did a lot during the first 30 days, but I didn't see any book sales. And that's really, that's kind of the kicker. So IBPA, which if you're not a member of IBPA, you should absolutely become a member because they have a lot of educational stuff. They have a great newsletter. They're a really, really great organization. But they did a study a bunch of years ago, and they found that, and I know this is going to be a horrible thing to say. I'm just like, oh my gosh, Benny, I'm totally killing, totally killing the buzz of the show. But they found that most authors don't market their books past 90 days because they're not prepared for what it takes to launch a book or they, you know, they're, they blast their book like it's being shot out of a cannon and they've kind of shot every single, they feel like they've shot every single thing that they're going to do and they don't know what else to do to market the book. And that's sort of also the purpose of this episode because there are lots of things that you can do that don't necessarily have to take a lot of time. Um, so let's start just looking, speaking of the IVPA study, let's start with months two, between two to six, just to keep it simple. Um, you definitely want to stay, di- so your book is still considered fairly new. You can get reviews, you can pitch this to bloggers, you can go after post-publication national book reviews. You definitely want to stay diligent with your influencer and your media pitching your best chance to secure this kind of coverage is while the book is still considered a new release, as I mentioned. And, you know, keep your pitch exciting and current. If you pitch the book at launch, which many of you probably did, and you didn't get a lot of bites for your, for your pitch, maybe it's time to reevaluate who you pitch to and, or maybe redo the pitch entirely. And we do that just as a company. If we send a pitch out to media or bloggers and we don't get a lot of takers we will revise the pitch or find new people to pitch to. So that's a really good opportunity to do it because your book is still considered fairly new. If you write fiction, you want to keep, and even if you write nonfiction, you want to keep adding to the reviews you've gotten. Um, If you have, for fiction authors, special promotions, bonus content, things like that uh, can help to, you know, continually bring new readers in for, you know, to get, you know, to get more reviews, to build your newsletter list, to build your street team, things like that. If you have written nonfiction, your, you know, your, your, your pitching opportunities are a little bit longer only if you stay current in your industry. So things that are going on in your industry, and we've talked about this on prior episodes where we've actually had authors who have nonfiction books that have been out for two years who stay current on their industry topics and they, you know, continually blog on things that are going on in their industry and they keep getting media hits because they're staying current, right? So nonfiction authors, you have a little bit more of a long tail for going after media. For fiction, 
two to six month window, focus on building reviews, focus on going after more influencers, going after more bloggers, redoing your pitch if need be. And then, you know, build your, build that newsletter list. We talk about this a lot. We actually have an episode dedicated to supervans and street teams. Yeah, I absolutely agree, Penny. Media was a good place to start because I think that's the biggest thing authors miss out on when Mm -hmm. they don't plan for the full life of their book. They kind of, you know, forget about this window that they have with media that's ideal. So how to keep generating interest with influencers, with bigger media even. Don't miss that opportunity you have in that first six months that, you know, it doesn't end after the release. And I would also say that in those first two to six months, push really, really hard for reviews. Yes, You never want to stop asking for reviews. Of course, there's no such thing as too many reviews. We get authors coming to us all the time that have well into the hundreds and two hundreds, and they still, they're not issuing new reviews. So you never have enough reviews, but if you're going to convert more shoppers to buyers and make a really strong first impression on influencers and media, you need your book to look popular with everyday people and with your market. And reviews really help with that. So making sure you're doing really hard pushes for reviews in that first six months when you're really likely to, more likely, I should say, to bank some good media, those two really play off of each other and and they really go together. So, So do those in tandem. I absolutely agree. And here's the other interesting little factoid about getting reviews even on older books. So I know we're we're currently in the two to six month window, but even for older books, books that are a few years old, a current review or current reviews, I should say, plural, on your book makes it seem to the buyer, to the potential buyer, that it's relevant and new, for lack of a better term. So continually getting reviews and pushing for reviews should be on your list of action items to to market your book. That should always be at the top of your list. And I know it's a hard, sometimes it's a hard climb, but definitely you should keep after that. So let's move on to the second half of the first year. So months six to 12. This is when it's a good time to get, um, to review your Amazon presence. This is a really good time actually to take a look at all of the things on your Amazon book page. I cannot tell you how many times that I get on the phone with authors And the number one thing that I see, so their book is out. Again, we're in that six to 12 month range, like, ah, things are happening. And they have forgotten to really take a critical eye to their Amazon presence. And I encourage you to, you know, consult with the marketing person. Hi, I'd love to chat with you (laughs) for an objective opinion or an assistance. I love doing these evaluations. Amy and I, Amy loves doing them. We love working on them because they're, they're, you know, there's simple things that authors really overlook. And maybe it's time to refresh your book description. Reviews can give you a lot of insight into this as well. And I think this is really smart. Amy and I have talked about this a lot. Take a look at reviews. It's maybe even a good opportunity to pull some copy from reviews to add it to the top of your book description, right? Lead with an enticing review. If you haven't seen a lot of traction, with your marketing efforts overall, consider whether uh, a new book cover may be needed. I mean, this could be an opportunity to, if you're running ads on Amazon, for example, that aren't gaining a lot of traction, it's potentially, it could be your book description, could be your book cover. Um, 
if you are, you know, and um, get a professional to take a look at your book cover. I mean, before you make that investment and your book description or have somebody take a look at your Amazon ads as to why they're not working. One of the reasons I mentioned the Amazon ads is that when an author, when I chat with an author and they say to me, I'm running all these ads, I'm running Facebook ads, I'm running Instagram ads, I'm running Amazon ads, and I'm not really selling books. I can tell you it's usually the book description and or the book cover. Um, And last but not least, it's time to review your category options and probably time to review and shake up your keywords for sure. Yeah, I love all the Amazon Rex Penny because like you said, it's really so important, but it's one of the simplest things to overlook because you know when things aren't going right, you always assume it's something really big, but sometimes it can be a few small things that are making a really big difference. And I'd add that it's also time to expand your reach with potential readers. This kind of six to 12 month mark you know, a lot of your typical channels, you've worked those, you've worked your social, you've worked your lists, you know what I mean? And maybe you're feeling a little stuck. So find new ways to drum up more impressions. And this is when establishing a really consistent schedule. We have a book marketing planner. We've mentioned it a lot. It's a free download, you know, print off a few copies at a time, a few months in advance and start filling it out. But, you know, doing limited time discounts to get your ebook listed on, you know, Kindle newsletters and special deal websites is great. Targeted BookBub ads, another really great and inexpensive way to send new, fresh traffic to your page. This, these all, all of these are really inexpensive, really easy to do. They don't take up a lot of time, but I, I can't tell you how many thousands of new potential readers you can start directing towards Amazon with the, with these really simple, easy strategies. Yeah. And I think that to your point, I love your suggestions. I think that to your point, they are often overlooked and they don't maybe make it on the initial push because there's a lot of work to do just to get a book out there, just to get it live. Um, And it can bring, it can reinvigorate your retail page and bring some new traffic to it. So let's talk now about past the 12 month mark, which is kind of a scary territory for a lot of authors, right? Because things can shift drastically once books have been out for for more than a year. This is when I recommend that you really lean into your branding and platform development. If you haven't already done so, this is a really good opportunity to do that. You should have been building your email list. I mentioned that a few beats ago, um, but you should definitely be building your email list, looking for ways to build your newsletter list with the letter in the back of your book that I talk about. I talk about this letter all the time and I talk about it in classes. So now your newsletter starts to make a lot of sense. And listen, you may only have 50 or hundred people on your newsletter list. It doesn't matter. Get in the habit of sending it out consistently. Keep that newsletter list warm. It helps you to stay connected with your fans and your readers. And, you know, you can use it to update them on your next new release or what's going on with your current book, even though you're past the 12 month mark. Yeah, absolutely. This is the time when the book mm-hmm. may decrease a lot, Yeah, but it creates opportunities for you to focus your time elsewhere because we realize becoming a, success, a successful author, excuse me, it sounds like there's this laundry list of things you have to be doing 
all the time, but really, you know, if you focus on doing the right things at the right time, it becomes a lot more manageable. So if you're committed to being on social media, now is the time to really show people who you are, because, you know, now you can kind of step back from pushing your book as hard as you were. So directly, you know, those, those direct sales are kind of trailing off anyway. So now use social to bolster your brand, you know, be fun, be interesting, be helpful, be funny, you know, whatever makes sense for what you're putting out there, because this is when social media starts to, you start to build, like Penny said, your super fans, those people that are, that really start resonating with you. And this is when they start actually recommending your book to other people. So this is those, those, you know, personal recommendations start really kicking in. If you write nonfiction, you know, we, we discussed this early on in the episode, stay up on current events and use them as motivation to, you know, insert yourself into the conversation, whether it's on your blog, through social, if you're pitching yourself to be a guest on podcasts, uh, there's also sites like Medium, Mashable, LinkedIn, that are all really appropriate for industry and topic specific thought leaders. You know, that is one thing that Penny and I talk about. We push our clients to do a lot. You know, they know their stuff so well. And sometimes we really have to push them to go that extra mile to talk about things that everybody else is also talking about. You know, how do you insert yourself into that conversation? Um, And if you write fiction, shift some of your book promotion time over to Goodreads. Participate in genre groups, rate and review books. We've talked about it a lot, but being an actual active, engaged fan of your genre, like take your author hat off sometimes and actually be a fan. It's great market research. It shows that you're invested in the community that you're writing for, things like that. And, you know, these are not direct sales techniques, but they're absolutely things that will make a difference within your genre. And you will, again, start to build a reputation that is excellent for repeat buyers, return buyers, word of mouth sales, things like that. Yeah, exactly. And keep in mind too, that you're, and I, I tell this, I say this to authors every time I talk to them, the best kind of, cause they'll, they'll ask me or when I'm doing coaching or when we're talking to an author who wants to potentially hire us to market their book, the best kind of promotion is long-term promotion, right? They're every book requires a different set of strategies, a different set of tools, a different list of objectives. But the longer that you can keep marketing your book, even if you're just picking, you know, plucking five things out to do this month or this week, use the book marketing planner, the free one that we have um, that Amy and I developed, which is so crazy popular. I, I, I love that so many people have downloaded it check your Amazon retail pages, do some discount promotions, send new traffic to those retail pages with BookBub ads that Amy mentioned. And these are just a handful of ideas. Keep in mind too, the industry is changing, right? So new releases were all, have always historically gotten lots and lots and lots of love from Amazon and from retailers and things like that. Retailers, so independent bookstores and Barnes and Noble in particular are shifting more of their attention to backlist titles, meaning that they want to offer to their customers titles that they know have an established following and readership because they know that these books are going to sell. So there is, I think more than ever in the time that I've been in the industry, 22 years, 
there is a huge attention on older books. And if you have a lot of backlist titles and you're thinking, you know what, I didn't really do anything. I had a new book coming out. I wasn't really paying attention. Now is really the time to get out there and just start creating some, create an actionable list, use the, use the marketing planner and create some renewed momentum and some renewed interest for your books. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Amy actually outlined this. I want to give her all the credit for this, which, you know, in theory, talking about marketing your book long-term sounds like, oh, I just, can't I just focus on the first 30 days? And the short answer to that is no. The long answer to that is you can focus just on the first 30 days if you don't want to be successful. And I know that everybody listening, because you listen to podcasts, y'all want to be successful. We hope that we helped with that. We love reviews wherever you listen to podcasts, post a review, let us know that you reviewed the book. I am also rewriting How to Sell Books by the Truckload on Amazon. If you want to, if you've read the book, which hopefully you have, and you have some input on what you liked or what you didn't like, email it to me. Our information is in the show notes. And if I use your idea, we'll include you in our um, early review street team. Get get your free copy of the book in exchange for a review. So thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.